God save the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. It feels like it's a little while since I did one of these. I'm your host, Anne Griffith, and welcome back, Russell Myers, Royal Editor at the Daily Mirror. It's very nice to see your smiley, slightly beardy, slightly unkempt hair face in these lockdown days. Oh, it's just about to wave to the camera. I don't know. That's, that's for your benefit. <laughs> we, can, we can wave to each other. And <laughs> listeners, we are waving to you. We know you're there. So um, thank you for joining us on the show once again. And thanks to everyone who sent us messages in between times, either asking after our health or just saying how much they're enjoying having us keep them company during the lockdown which is great because it means we get to keep hanging out with each other which we also enjoy and yeah we love to get your messages and um we didn't do a show last week together because i'd already spoken with dr alan jeffries of the imperial war museum talking all about ve day um well looking ahead to ve day and how the royals spent their time during the war so we'll be looking looking back on how the royals marked ve day this year a little bit later on the show we've also got some royal birthdays to catch up on but first of all i wanted to start russell with um that really lovely video that came out yesterday to mark International Nurses Day. The Royal Family have obviously been doing a huge amount during this time of coronavirus that is supporting or you know showing their support for public services and in particular health workers and I just I thought it was so well put together so well executed and just a really a nice surprising and you know we keep seeing zoom calls and them and them doing things but actually they found a new way to do it and I think this was probably the Queen's first virtual engagement that was publicly shared as far as I yeah remember. well it's certainly there was a bit of confusion about it but the palace have said that um they they do believe that this is the first time that any audio of a, a television conversation has been aired um from the queen and the way it was put together was 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 fantastic really i think that you know we're seeing a lot of royal firsts um the way that they're collaborating that the way that they're operating obviously that the, uh, they're all on lockdown, as are we, and it's a it's a completely new dawn for all of us, isn't it? Um, and certainly, they can't be criticised for um, for doing what they're doing because they've they've been very very busy. This is you know right up from the top, the Queen um, keeping in contact with charities, the Prime Minister over the phone, um, in the Cambridges. You've got Charles and Camilla uh, keeping busy up in Birkhall, uh, and, and even sort of minor royals who we don't necessarily see. Um, in the public eye, even though they are very, very busy all the time, like Princess Anne and uh, the Countess of Wessex. So to have them all brought together like this, I think was, uh, was a super double thumbs up from everybody. Were there any particular moments that stood out for you in the video yesterday? Well, there, there was, there. I think that um, you're seeing this dynamic happen. Um, Kate is certainly really settling into it. We've seen her on, um, you know, broadcast shows such as this morning uh, in the UK and she's been interviewed by ITV and the BBC um, but by doing these calls she seems to be sort of settling into it a bit more and becoming a bit confident and there was a, a sort of exchange between her and Sophie um, the Prince Edward's wife the Countess of Wessex when they were speaking to uh, some nurses in Cyprus which was which was quite funny there was um, one of the nurses uh, was speaking about how his ex-wife is keeping the children busy because she is a teacher. And Sophie sort of burst into a fit of giggles saying, well, you better be careful because she's going to be ended up being recruited. And she meant by, uh, by Kate, because obviously Kate is in charge, it would seem, of all the homeschooling at the moment. And there was a sort of, um, it, it, you know, 
period between the two of them where they were sort of falling about laughing and speaking about uh, Kate's trials and tribulations of, of, of school homework, which she's, um, which she's been speaking about over the last couple of weeks. It does seem to be a bit of a running joke for Kate now. I think every, you know, so when all of these shows that she's on, she's confessing that it, homeschooling is a bit tricky or it's lively or it's interesting or you know, elements of the dynamics between the children. I think it was on this morning when, you know, the kids wanting to do each other's work rather than what they're meant to be doing themselves and this kind of thing. And it's, she's, um, I think it, I think it is really interesting. And it's weird. This is a format that seems to really suit her and her sort of level of, maybe it's because it's her and Sophie they both had a slightly more normal life they've not always been royals they've joined the royal family but their sort of natural ability to have conversations with people is coming over although to be fair to Princess Anne she was pretty chatty on the call as well yeah, no, and, and they all were, and I think that you know, the way it was pieced together takes a, a lot of credit as well, because it's um, it's the first time it's happened, the the, the way that uh, we're we're seeing them operate, and I think that this is going to become the new norm, unfortunately, for for quite a while. But you know, just seeing that dynamic between Sophie and Kate is something that we we have seen before, but necessarily haven't really spoken about because. Um, again, like Princess Anne and Sophie, necessarily don't get the the, um, the coverage or the, um, the you know, the pages that they deserve because, unfortunately, we can't cover all of the royal family all of the time. And uh, it's an undeniable truth that people like Harry and Meghan and Kate and Willem are the, the most popular sort of worldwide. However, I do think that this crisis, the way that they are working, is really opening up new avenues for all of the family. And, um, and you know, watch this space, because I definitely think we're going to see an awful lot more of them working together. There might be some extra collaborations. Um, and and, and who, knows, who knows what's going to happen in the future? It will be very good for, for their charity. Certainly you've had Sophie um, speaking about you know, on the royal family's Instagram page about her charities that she's had huge long-standing commitments with that we necessarily haven't heard of or haven't covered extensively. Um, you know, and again, Princess Anne has been working with Save the Children for years and years and years. So when she does, um, you know, certain uh, engagements over the phone or video calls with them, um, I think I think we're going to be covering them uh, more extensively in the future. There was one one of the moments that I really liked. So the, the moment with Kate and her sort of guilty confession about homeschooling, which I'm sure lots of people listening may be able to uh, sympathise with. Um, so it was the moment when Sophie, when they were talking with the um, the team from Malawi and Sophie was asking, you know, are the sunflowers out there yet? And sort of having that reminiscence of, you know, as, as we all do at the moment of like travel that you've been able to have and like fond memories of a country and sort of a bit of a personal connection of, you know, we're miles apart, but I... I know, you know, I know a bit about your country. I know something that means something to you and it means something to me as well. So I thought that was that was really special and the sort of going around the different elements of, of the Commonwealth rather than it being UK focused. I thought it was yeah, makes sense on International Nurses Day, but but it was it was I think from the reaction that we've seen, you know, people that are commenting on Twitter or on the website that um this is something that people are really welcoming and it's there's there's been a lot of fractiousness uh it, the, the royal family has been accused of accused of being very very disjointed over the last sort of year especially with um the fallout with harry and Meghan, the you know, the awfulness over prince andrew and the allegations hanging over him that are still uh, ongoing and this um 
all those things have distracted about what the royal family is is meant to be about and that is about duty that is about um highlighting the uh, the great work and the purpose of charity work um and it's really getting back to basics and certainly the people that i've been speaking to in the palace over the last few few weeks certainly is that it's um they are trying it to make it as business as usual but learning new skills learning new ways of working and you know this is coming make no mistake this is coming from the very top we might not be seeing the queen front and center at the moment uh and it looks like that will be carrying on for for, for many months unfortunately that we won't see the, the queen back in london or doing uh yeah, public engagement certainly for the for the foreseeable future but this is a new normal and it is about getting back to basics and really fulfilling the purpose of duty, which the Queen has held um, front and centre for, for so many decades. I'm going to give a shout out for the girl power in the royal family at the moment as well. Obviously, the Queen is the head of the family. It is a, it is a matriarchy, which was one of the things Julie Beattie commented on in our Irish episode about how um, people in Ireland love to have the mammy at the head of the family. Um, but, you know, you kind of saw you had the Queen at the beginning and you had Prince Charles at the end, the two sort of, you know, the reigning monarch and, and the heir, the next, the future king. So they kind of did the serious bits, bookending it. And then in the middle, it was, you know, it was Camilla, it was Kate, it was Princess Anne, it was Sophie Wessex. You know, Prince William did get a look in, but you it felt very much the women of the family having these conversations and 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 Princess Anne as well you know sort of driving things forward and feeling very natural in that environment so the Queen she's not been quite ready for Zoom in public life just yet we had her audio on that video instead which was still very special and it was that moment at the beginning of like this must be the Queen because they said your majesty but that doesn't quite sound like her and um, is it really the Queen and is it now or is it archived so there's just that moment of waiting for it to find out it's like yes it I, is real this is really it the was queen. yeah I think it was better not seeing her to be honest because you know you've got to keep a bit of the majesty excuse the pun but it's 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 better to you know the royal family has to have that sort of um, aspect of it sometimes and we are seeing an awful lot of them and the fact that the Queen was um, they just released the audio of it and that being the first time that we've ever heard audio of a Queen's conversation I think was was a was quite a clever ploy in the end whether that was uh, purposely done or not um, you know maybe she's just having a bad hair day like the rest of us uh, working from home well, this is a good time to finally answer Carol Watson's question. So Carol is an old colleague of mine. She was on one of the media specials that we did earlier in the year after Harry and Meghan uh, were announced that they were quitting as senior royals. Anyway, so Carol, after the Queen's sort of coronavirus message to the nation, she says, you know, does she do her own hair and makeup? essentially or while she's in lockdown there or does she have people who are part of her household who will do it for her what do we think so well i th I, th I think not because i th you know the, the palace have always saying they are respecting the details of the, the government advice and that is that social distancing must be adhered to at all times now we do know that the people who are working at windsor are essentially living on site so it's this sort of windsor bubble um, has been created that all of the staff 
you know, aren't leaving the, the the premises or the, the grounds of the Windsor estate. They are there to work for the royal family. Um, and certainly until this lockdown is lifted at the very, very earliest that they won't be leaving. So perhaps that is a sort of a, a reason why we didn't see the Queen um, on the video call. But, but but much has been made about whether Kate's been uh, you know doing her own hair. And I think that um, uh, far from me to be commenting on fashion or hairstyle, at this stage but um i think she's been she's been uh she's, she's been looking great she's been pulling out some of the uh the her old um dresses recycled fashion i think is the term isn't it Anne? <laughs> bringing out the old ones wearing things again <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Being, yeah. being normal i think i put a pair of uh socks on for the first time uh in, in weeks the other the other day to actually go outside because i'm just living in shorts and flip-flops in my house it's just it's it's quite a bizarre existence <laughs> Although weather checking, it's got really cold this week. But I think the lupins are still okay. I think they have survived the frost for those who are on lupin watch. And the sunflowers <laughs> are now planted out as well. So hopefully I can have some a little bit of sunshine in the garden later on. So anyway, we have we did see the Queen on VE Day in a pre-recorded message. Um kind of echoing the timing of her father's address all those years ago after after a you know kind of a very weird day so there was people may have seen on instagram i did have a pretty epic afternoon tea i didn't make i saw the bakery I wait no, you you were baking. I saw some, I baked, some ra raisins or currants. Here. Yeah, I baked Winston Churchill's fruit cake using the National Trust recipe, which is available very on the good. internet, and it's very tasty and it's very easy. And I'd forgotten how good black treacle is. It is delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we what do we have? We had fruit cake. There was some leftover chocolate cake. Husband, like I got him, a, I bought him a cake because he doesn't really like fruit cake. So he had. Did you have a sort of uh, a socially distant street party? We did. So we sat in, our, nice. in front of our house. Our neighbour was over the over the wall and we were chatting with him and then other people came came by and we said hello. So it was nice. But it was it was weird, though, because there was that thing then because I think we talked about it last time, the, the, the sort of campaign to get people to go out and sing Will yeah. Meet Again. I didn't really feel like I needed to go see mm. Will Milt again because I'd seen them all afternoon yeah. saying hello. It was a bit weird. And also actually the um, the version that was done on, on TV, you just wanted to stay in and watch that as well. Yeah, so it, was nice. it was. It kind of made me think, um, you know, what would have been really because... I think it was. It would have been a massive celebration. There would have been all the the, the things are going on in, in in London, all around the country. Um, certainly, with the, the the veterans parade, would have been incredible. Um, and the, the Queen's address, I don't think, would have happened if if we had of um, been you know been in normal circumstances. So this was certainly hastily arranged by the palace. And and now I can't imagine it not happening. It was you know, all these things that were put in place of the uh, the V Day celebration broadcast of whether when you had um, the Charles reading from his grandfather's diary, there was other um, instances put on from the Queen uh, recollecting the, the day on this on their social media channels, and then of course we had the address from the Queen at exactly the same moment, nine pm on. Um, on the 8th of May from 1945, exactly when her, her father made that address 75 years ago. And and it, it sort of brought the whole day together. Um, I, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get to have the street parties. It'll be interesting to see whether there is a big celebration next year. I, I would hope that there would be, that they would do those these veterans parades, the flyovers, perhaps the big street parties that everyone can get together. Because certainly 
in my neighbourhood. Um, they they were you know they were re really really keen to do it, um, and the fact that we couldn't do it and all and all be together was um, was quite sad. Although my neighbour was pointing out that in two years' time, if hopefully Touchwood the Queen yep. gets there, it will be another massive jubilee. So you're can, right. This is it. That's the party. I mean, we can stay locked down for two years. It's fine, and then we'll just hang out for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, any, anything anything is possible at the moment i mean good lord i mean it it, it, it does seem like that but the way that it, it was brought together um seemed to really work it in the end and the the sort of trip down memory lane of the king george VI diary um and the, the the queen's sentiments you know speaking um about ve day the way that it was brought together on the on the film, I'm sure most people have seen it now. Sort of the, the sort of Big Ben right at the start, wasn't there? With the announcer, uh, you know, this is London, and and it sort of brought it all together. I thought, um, again, this is we're in unprecedented times. I, I'm now only the sixth broadcast ever for the Queen, and two of those have been while we've been in lockdown. So, um, a lot of parallels are obviously being made, and someone know better to have made it than the Queen who has actually lived through these, uh, these periods in history. The thing that was actually most poignant for me, I think, on Friday was seeing Charles and Camilla walk out from Burke Hall to lay the wreath. And I think it, you know, we're used to seeing them on Remembrance Sunday when there's lots of people at the Cenotaph and Prince Charles would lay a wreath and Camilla would be up on the balcony with the, with the wives. That's not, you know, she's not usually part of that ceremony in quite the same way. It was very solitary. You had the piper, you had the two of them. It was very still. It was kind of a, a bit of a gray day, but quite beautiful. And there was this very small war memorial but it reminded you that, you know, these memorials were in every community and, you know, that, that memorial probably had never been imagined that it would be used for such a big um, public moment. And Charles and Camilla walking out, like even from the beginning, she looked quite um, moved by the whole situation, I thought. And then when she she went up and laid her bunch of flowers that were flowers picked from the gardens there and you could tell how much it meant to her. And she looked really quite um Well, it was a definitely a, so, it was a solemn moment. Yeah, very emotional. And, and I think in, in some sort of parallel way, this, this is working in the royal family's favour, but certainly we're witnessing this transition happen. Uh, we, we are not going to see the Queen in public for quite a while. I think that is uh, very, very obvious now. Um, and certainly, we, you know, we might not see Charles for a while, but uh, we're certainly seeing him more than the Queen. Um, and it is, we're witnessing this transition of power, aren't we? That the Queen, is is will one day sadly no longer be here. We will see Camilla uh, standing along Charles in these big big moments, and I mean we are we are living in a history lesson. I keep saying it, but this is a time where we will look back on, and and I think that um, it's it's right that the the other members of the family are stepping up uh, to the fore, making um, these uh, public. Uh, appearances, be they uh, in, in in Scotland in Birkhall, like Charles and Camilla were doing, the fact that the, the public was seeing them as the figurehead of the royal family 
in that one moment um, and right down to sort of the, the, these weekly Zoom calls that are happening. Um, we, we, are, we are living in, in, in quite bizarre times uh, and unprecedented times and, um, and, and certainly it's potentially getting us used to a new normal of the way that the royal family will be working. Mm. Uh, no, just a quick note on Camilla that the um, her sort of her family has a tragedy from from the first world war. So her grandfather's three uncles all died in the all died in the trenches. So whether that you know that's something that has been very part of her family's her family's life and fine. This is remembering a different war, but it, it, it those solemn moments of how much people have gone through to get us to be able to live the lives we've been able to leave and to lead and then what you know even just thinking what they would have made of things you know quite often gets brought up what what did they fight for and what are we what have we got and what are we are well, we making the best use of us exactly of what we've those, been given those parallels are, are often uh, are being made by the queen more than anyone and quite rightly the the fact that she's you know talking about sacrifice the fact that we are stopping as a nation not only to remember the sacrifice of uh those who fought in the wars but we're stopping as a nation for the clap for carers every week to remember the sacrifices that the our nhs and care workers and our key workers are making every single day by going to work saving lives but you know keeping the country moving um and that kind of reflection is is being made all the time this it's it's this thread that is in all the royals words um right right from the queen to you know in that broadcast yesterday where she was saying this is they, they've had a big part to play the nurses um and it's hopefully changing the way that we think about these sections of society i i, I definitely think it is i think when when, when we're going to come out of all of this that we're going to have a real different appreciation for, um, you know, our key workers, the people that work in our schools, our health service, our bus drivers, our postmen. I mean, e even the little things that um, you're asking your neighbours, are they okay as well? Which, which I, I can speak personally. We, I live in a really lovely street where I know, you know, maybe a quarter of my neighbours, but I've actually come out onto the street on the Thursday and done the clap for carers and spoken to people and. When the Queen's talking about that, the, you know, the, the soldiers would look back. I think she said something along the lines of they would, um, she said, oh, I've got it here. They, they, I would say, say with pride that uh, we are still a nation, those brave soldiers, sailors and airmen would look, look uh, recognise and admire. And, and, and hopefully that, that is the truth for, for many people. For anybody who is interested in finding out more about um, what the royal family did during the war, sort of inspired by what happened on VE Day, then do check out our last, our last episode. I hope you really enjoy it. And we have an exciting one to look forward to as well. Exciting new signing. Um, we have an expert from Debrett's coming on. So they are the people who are kind of the um the holders of etiquette and manners and how one behaves in society so russell i mean i think they'd have their work <laughs> i just you. saw you looking at me yeah, yeah i know but you, you're not you don't need to come to that one it's all right you're excused that week because what i am asking our lovely listeners to do is put their thinking caps on what are the things that you would like to know so obviously robert hay uh, robert jobson answered a few episodes ago how the royal family works so i guess maybe this is more if i was if i was going to meet the royal family what would I do? Or are there particular things around society and manners and the way that it is proper to do things that you would like to have answered? Then do 
drop us an email podsavethequeen at trinitymirror.com and I'll put one of those little Instagram question things up as well and you can send us messages on Twitter or just general Instagram or via a pigeon if you've got one to hand whatever works best for you so do send us your questions and that episode will be coming out later this month all being well also cleaning up some other uh, public service announcements from an episode a couple of weeks ago Robert Jobson's one he was giving away some of his books excitedly and we have our five winners Russell can you give us a drum roll have you got go on do your best drum roll very good very good That's not bad so our lucky winners are Heidi Howell, Emily Mather, Anaid Romero, Joanne Mitchell and Ashley Dubose. So thank you to everybody who entered. I'm sorry you couldn't all be winners. Um, we will get those out to you just as soon as circumstances permit. But I hope you will bear with us in the meantime. Uh, final public service announcement. If you haven't already, sign up for the Royal Newsletter that comes out once a day, put together by Zoe, featuring lots of Russell's fine work um, to keep you up to date with all of the Royal headlines and those key little moments that you spot behind the scenes. You can sign up at mirror.co.uk slash email and I will tweet the link out as well from our Pod Save Twitter account. Anyway, right, back to the business of the week. So. I think this week is probably the first two big events which have featured lots of members of the royal family all at once and where it's been sort of obvious. I think actually particularly in yesterday's video, Harry and Meghan are not there and you've got this missing piece. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I, I can't help thinking that as much as they have, um, you know, in quotes, found their freedom in uh, which have been mentioned in certain quarters, but I can't help thinking that, that they will feel um, a deep sadness not to be involved in this. I mean, it shows it's, it's the royal family at its very, very best, all coming together for a common goal. And like I said, that this is coming from the very top, that the Queen has said everybody must have a united front. Now, this sounds very, very simplistic, but, if, you know, it's the head of the family talking about um, the, fu the future of the monarchy and the way that it is, should be presented right about now and fair play to them They're, they are um, doing it fantastically well and we might see Harry pop up every now and then with a, a shocking background in that awful brown kitchen that he keeps uh, keeps um, referring to but um, I, I, and the message that he's giving out is um, is no less important you know he's speaking about uh, charities that about youth on side zones that he's had um, dealings with in the past. He was speaking about the guinea pig club uh, during the week uh, to the BBC, uh, which has got a great pickup. Um, but um, uh, it just feels a little bit off message because everybody is is doing so well coming together. Um, and, and I feel for them a bit, really, because no doubt they were going to launch this big Archwell Foundation. They had huge plans to... Uh, to be doing a lot of stuff in America. No doubt they would have had plans to come back to the UK, so we are told, over the summer. And and now all of those plans uh, have, are, are just dust. And who knows when we will even see them again uh, on these shores. I, I dare, I, I, it most probably won't be this year, um, is, my, is my personal view, because I don't think we're going to see any engagements until 
you know, maybe sort of deep into October. It certainly will be deep into the autumn. Um, and then, and then, and then, where does their sort of foundation lie? No doubt they're 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 very busy trying to work out what the future means for them. But um, I, I just can't help feeling that there is a sadness on uh, on both sides of the coin, really. It does just feel quite um, disconnected, which is obviously what they were after. But, you know, to me, kind of looking at it, it feels sort of quite distant and like it is coming from somewhere far away somehow. I don't know. It's really well, it, I mean, it, it, it is on one hand. It, it's that's an undeniable fact that they are living in L.A. They're living in uh, Tyler Perry's, you know, 20 million dollar mansion. Um, or it's even more than that, isn't it? Anyway, that's that's a, a relevant. It's mega house. living. Yeah. Mega house. They're living in a compound where they are putting big screens up to keep prying eyes away. And, and I get that. They're living in uh, Paparazziville uh, in L.A., but they chose to do that. And it just isn't, a, it just doesn't, the optics of it are just all over the place, is my personal view. Um, and that's potentially, you know, let's, let's say that on the one hand, it's of no fault of their own that this has happened. They probably had huge, huge um, uh, ideas uh, to get ready to launch this Archwell Foundation. No doubt that is going to be a huge success somewhere down the line. But the, you know, they're they're mixing with billionaires and media moguls living living in someone's um, you know multi million dollar mansion rent free, uh, taking a jumbo jet from uh, Canada to LA, and all these little things are eking out. Whilst you've got um, you know, Kate and William speaking about homeschooling kids. And listen, that, that's through no fault of their own. It's just, I, I, I have this notion of, you know, the Queen has said it's back to basics and Harry and Meghan are living a far from basic lifestyle at the moment. And I, and I think that that's something that, that they can't escape. And then you've got the added thing of... Um, the publicity around the book that is coming out. And, uh, and I'm not too sure whether that has been sort of universally accepted as, as to whether certainly the title that they may ha or may not have had any uh, control over, but certainly that, um, that they, by one way or another, had, uh, had consultation with. Um, and it and, and it just feels so so off message at the moment. So I'm sure they can't wait more than anyone for this pandemic to be over, so they can uh, so they can get down to business and and and, and prove to everyone uh, everybody what um what it is that their new life actually entails. So we did. Uh, Harry, Harry does have a very basic kitchen. Maybe we need to try and find him some art on Etsy and send it over somehow. But um, the one thing, like the video that did, I think, put a smile on a lot of people's faces was Archie's birthday video that was shared out from the Save the Children account um, as a you know a birthday fundraiser essentially, which I'm sure will have raised a huge amount of money and and there were lots of very cute moments I think in that that were um you know actually he didn't particularly look like he wanted to share his book with the telly at some stage he's oh, like come he, on mum carry on reading this I know cut him some slack the poor kid he's you know being I mean how, how what he's I mean he's only one and he's, he's sort of wriggling around and, I, know, uh, but I thought it was that's what made it cute because he was just yeah. like come on you're making you're making me do yeah. this and I just throwing the books on the floor it was it was quite funny and it, I, I must give a shout out because there was a lot of people that did raise money in his sort of honor uh i know that there was there was this um big push 
for sort of Master Archie's birthday and which raised over, you know, $50,000, which is um, which is absolutely commendable for all the people that, that did raise that money. Um, and, and, and again, that video was was really welcomed by everybody who, who wanted to see it. Um, and it's it's just a little bit of shame that we're sort of seeing him grow up from afar, but you know, he is, uh, as they say, a private citizen. So they are going to manage that. Um, and, and and hopefully there'll, there'll be other opportunities to do stuff like that with him. So there were, there were so many bits of that that I really enjoyed. Like the first time that you sort of just heard Harry laughing from behind the camera, that was that was very excellent. And then the moment um, Archie starts throwing the things on the floor, he want, or he wants the different book, but as soon as Megan picks it up, it goes straight back on the floor again. That is just like, you know, classic baby. And then that moment at the end when Harry's like, hooray, well done, we've done it. I was just like, oh, I wonder whether this was not the first take <laughs> to record this video. <laughs> which was amazing. Also, eagle-eyed people spotted a little sticker on Archie's book that said Archie's Book Club on it, which is apparently what April Winfrey does. So I quite often, if my friends have babies, I will often give them a book. That is a, a thing that we have done often. Um, my husband who works in um, Parliament, he has previously also bought them the comedy Baby Grows that Parliament used to do until they decided that it wasn't fair to have Baby Grows that said, I've passed a motion. <laughs> Obviously, uh, it, it demeans Parliament, essentially, but there we go. Um, what was the other one? Lord Dribbleface or something. <laughs> but Which I think is a sadness. But anyway, I you know quite often give my friends' children books. Oprah gives them like a whole bookcase with little stickers on saying it's your book club. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, if friends in high places, he's certainly not going to be wanting, is he? But I did think that was a really lovely touch as well. Um, a few different comments from our listeners on the video. So Courtney Flores says, I noticed so many things. He looks so much like both of his parents. He has teeth coming in. Holly says, I loved Megan's look after he threw the book the second time and Harry's voice at the end. Um, and in a oh, in a scanic said i loved seeing this like every other family pure love and deborah rachel sorry for absolutely mangling these instagram handles but i'm doing it off the comments rather than clicking through to find your real names i will do better next time i promise um deborah rachel says i loved how casual and real it felt hearing harry on the other side of the camera was a nice touch and also loved that we got to see archie's personality so that was very fun um Russell, are you aware of the deeper meaning of the rabbit and the duck? No, I'm not, but I well, have a feeling you're going to tell me. I am. You're, this is an education <laughs> moment. I have to say thank you to Elizabeth Holmes who put it on her story. I can't remember who originally tipped her off to it. But anyway, so apparently there's like, it's a big philosophical question or became a became a thing about philosophy. It's like, what do you see versus what you think you see, essentially? It's, ah, like, it's like a psychiatrist. Concerned. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so off the goods uh, source that is Wikipedia, uh, whether one sees a rabbit or a duck and how often may correlate with sociological, biological and psychological factors. For example, Americans, both young and old, tend to see a bunny during Easter and a bird slash duck in October. So anyway, there's various, uh, various things related to this. But it's like, do you see a rabbit or a duck? And it's, that's, it's the idea of perception. And then if you get really super um, nerdy about all of this, and then you're like, oh, this is Harry and Meghan, and Archie's reading a book about perception and how they're seen and what their role is, and oh, so many different layers. But anyway, we'll, we'll leave the uh, psychoanalyzing for another day because there's another birthday to talk about, Princess Charlotte. I know that feels like, you know, a world ago now, but those pictures are super cute as well. They were great. And, and again, uh, a really great message sort of 
reaching out to our communities. Great pictures. We got our uh, our good friend Ian Vogler to cast his expert eye over them, and he was very impressed with Kate's handiwork once again. Um, and this has become a bit of a, a royal feature now, isn't it? I mean, she's been doing it so long that we just expect these uh, these wonderful moments to come out, and and certainly that. Um, I don't think we actually we haven't spoken about Kate's um, photography project. Yeah, we'll come on to that. And we will come on Charlotte to that. And I her think, moment yeah. In the so I mean, that is part of it. And then she was there, she was speaking during the week about capturing these moments, and that is something that she's really, really very good at. And there was, you know, the a de- sort of detail that the fact that the family wanted to get involved with this sort of Meals on Wheels scheme. That there is a sort of food delivery uh, scheme in the local area. And the family wanted to get involved, so they got together. Certainly George and Charlotte, I'm sure uh, Louis was sort of in the corner mushing uh, all his food into his face like <laughs> little kids do normally. But the, the other kids were helping the parents make some fresh pasta to then put in these uh, food parcels to take to local people who are sort of at risk and shielding and isolating themselves in the local area. So... Again, a really good initiative, uh, getting out, helping your neighbours, all these sort of themes that are coming out of the coronavirus and the, uh, the Royals are helping with. And we got these beautiful collection of pictures of, of Princess Charlotte as well. And I think it was, they kind of fitted in with what we tend to see of her personality, you know, coming out and leading the clapping and just wanting to get on with it. And you, maybe it's just me seeing myself and her being the, the sister who's just like, I'm going to do the organising and this is the way it's going to be. And this bag goes here and this bag goes here. And but can you imagine what it's like when, you know, there's a knock at the door, you go answer the door and they're probably, you know, waiting a few steps down the path or whatever. There's like Princess yeah. Charlotte waving, saying, we made you some pasta. Yeah, well, George did it. Absolutely. He was just throwing the flour around but there's some pasta for you and, and certainly that you know these people have seen them out and about no doubt of uh, they're living in norfolk um they, they do live a, a fairly normal sort of existence when they're uh living in uh, and mahal uh going to the supermarket doing relatively normal things but then like you say it must have been a, a truly bizarre experience to see the, uh, the the royals sort of piling out of this Range Rover and then loading uh, boxes out of the back of a white van to then take these people to packages to people, but um, uh, as a super super initiative and um, and the, the the photographs were fantastic as it, as Ian rightly said. So happy birthday to Charlotte and Archie. But yes, you mentioned Kate's um, photography project. Yes, so this is a photography project which uh, unfortunately is, is only running in the UK because I know a lot of our followers all over the globe have said what a, a fantastic initiative it is um, and, and, Kate, and they've seen the videos of Kate speaking really passionate about it. Obviously she's the patron of the National um, Photographic Society um, and she is uh, talking about this new scheme called uh, Hold Still, which is encouraging people to sort of snap their, um, uh, their, their version of the coronavirus crisis. And uh, whether that is to do with carers, to do with uh, a new normal, to do with things that you've seen of random acts of kindness, to their sort of inviting people to share um, their experiences and all these photos will uh, be collated and they were the top sort of hundred chosen by um, the director of the National Portrait Gallery. I think I said the photographic society before. It's a National Portrait Gallery um, as well as the Duchess of Cambridge. They will uh, put them together in a, an online exhibition which may 
um, have the um, advantage of having a, a physical exhibition if we do indeed get back to some sort of normality, but it would definitely be online for people to check out. And I think it is going for six weeks. I will check the date, but it is sometime in June. The I think it's the 18th of June uh, that the deadline is, and, and all of these um, entries will be collated. And, and I think it will be, as Kate has said, is a real opportunity to have some sort of national archive, unofficial national archive of of the experiences that that we're all living and some of the examples that she had given was you know obviously the the fantastic fundraising exploits of captain tom that everybody will be aware of the uh, centurion former um uh, war hero who walked laps of his garden and has raised in excess of 30 million pounds for nhs charities there was also another um, image of uh, uh, an elderly chap in a care home sort of dancing with his carer who had a face mask on. Um, and then uh, one, one which really struck me actually is the picture of the two young children with their hands up against the, the front door glass, um, seeing their grandparents, which was absolutely heartbreaking. And, and there's been a lot of that, hasn't there, of people speaking about whether you know when we will get to the situation where we can go and see our um, our loved ones certainly our grandparents who are being shielded from um, from this disease at the moment what would the picture of your lockdown be russell i can tell you mine um, if you like while you have yeah 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 go on you tell me so if i'd actually taken this picture it would have been a good one but um, hopefully the sun will come out again and i will get another opportunity so we have a little blue tit that is nesting in a hole in the tree in our garden and there's a nice. bench right next to it where we like to sit and have our lunch and obviously working from home we can sit and have a sandwich at lunchtime out on there if we want to and my husband was absolutely um what's the word obsessed with trying to get a photo of the blue tit coming in or out of the uh, of the tree so there were various very blurry photo attempts he did eventually <laughs> Actually, um, he did eventually manage to do one, but he was sitting there so still, like poised with his camera phone, looking, looking intently at this tree. So I think it would have been my view from my desk working. So there'd been my, my laptop propped up on my Prince Charles style temporary stand of some books and a computer <laughs> on the top looking out to the garden where I could see my, my husband in his red, bright red whales hoodie in the sunshiny garden trying to take a picture of a blue That tip. sounds awesome. Well, if you're interested in these sort of type of wildlife photography, um, I've been following with real interest Arthur Edwards' Twitter account, uh, the royal, royal photographer, legendary royal photographer at The Sun. Um, he's at Arthur J. Edwards on Twitter, and he has been sitting into it in his garden and doing some fantastic wildlife shots. So definitely, definitely check them out. I don't know what mine would be. I mean, it would probably be uh, a picture of a pack of biscuits that I've normally got on my <laughs> right-hand side, to be honest. It would be something like that. Um, What's uh, a biscuit I mean, of choice? Big, big question. I mean, I've pretty much eaten all the biscuits of choice. <laughs> I mean, there's anything from a hobnob to a Jaffa cake. Pink wafers, old school, brought them back into the equation. They, they are very, very good. Uh, we've been baking. We did some brownies. We did some banana bread. We are, li we are living the meme. This is exactly <laughs> what, what we're meme. doing. Oh, um, making me um, hungry now. We are getting out. We are getting out and doing nice, you know, walks. I just think, yeah, something. It would need to be a landscape of getting back to basics, really, because I, I've. We're not. We're not travelling. We're not normally rushing. You know, all the the time we speak on this podcast, I'm normally rushing around or covering loads of really interesting stuff, which I'm desperate to desperate to get back to, um, and 
and, and travel again, but it's really made me think about other things that are important. And, and maybe it would be a picture of, of my street and all coming out and clapping on a Thursday night for our carers, because that has been, um, I've really, really enjoyed that actually. And I do know most of my neighbors, but I think that there, once we do come out of this whole thing, it will be, um, we're going to have a big, big party on the street. So oh, that would, nice. that would be my one. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to share their lockdown picture with us, because if you're not eligible to share it in the in Kate's project, or because you've already shared it with Kate's project, but you want to share it with us too, so we can see it, then we'd we'd love to see yours. That's page. a great idea, and we, we let's we can retweet them or we can put them on the uh, on, on the, the Instagram. On Instagram, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So do do please send them across. Send them over, and and. Uh, we will maybe get Ian Vogler to pick his very favourite ones. We could have our own little competition. Anyway, um, Russell, is there anything? I know normally there's this kind of this is the bit at the end of the show where I say what's what is coming up, and yeah. it has been a bit more ad hoc recently. I think it's fair to say, not from yeah. our point of view, but from the Royals' point of view. Yeah, definitely. Again, they're all they're all being very very busy. Um, there, but there just isn't any structure at the moment. It seems, and we are sort of thinking on our feet. There's certainly discussions between us and them about how things could work. Um, what the obviously coronavirus is a massive, massive story in uh, in in all quarters at the moment, and we need to to try and work about how best we can help the royal family as well to publicise their schemes, especially when they're talking to charities that we that we want to shine the light on as well. Um, today in the court circuit, I saw that. Um, the uh, Duke of Cambridge, Prince William, had been speaking to people at Centrepoint, of which is patron, the homelessness charity in London that he's had a long standing uh, association with. So no doubt we will get some details of that later in the week. Um, and, and watch this space. There's going to be plenty of uh, opportunity for, for other um, royals that we don't normally cover. Uh, to, to such a great extent, like uh, Princess Anne, uh, potentially Sophie, the Earl of Wessex, I know has been uh, carrying on some some meetings this week with the Duke of Edinburgh scheme. So um, watch, watch this space again. We, we, we're going to do as much as we can. And I think, you know, there really is an opportunity to, to explore different avenues that are you know not coronavirus related so it it does a it does give us a, a real big opportunity to to shine a light on some different aspects of royal life as well yeah because i think we have definitely seen that they are determined to maintain the relationships with their key patronages or interests that they support you know sort of kate dialing back into kingston hospital where she spent time before christmas to sort of see a see a baby and find out what it had been like to be on the maternity ward during during these unusual times which have been so which would have been so different from her visit when she spent a couple of days before before christmas that's for sort of national midwives day i think that one was but we you yep. know we just do see them almost doubling down particularly i guess on the medical medical themes at the moment and i guess the other thing that's coming up this month is is well or more to the point isn't coming up this month is the weddings that aren't happening so you know james middleton saying in his video where he shaved his beard he shaved off. his beard off oh my god i couldn't <laughs> believe it i mean Oh, I'm not a fan of the non-bearded James Middleton look, I've got to say. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care what I, th I think, but he's okay, got to grow that beard back. I thought he was rather handsome with his, uh, with his full beard. Um, but that was quite a funny video that he posted of his fiancée 
because um, <laughs> he didn't tell her, did he, that he's, he, he was going to shave it off. It was quite funny. We kind of let slip that they had been meant to be getting married this month. And, um, and um, also a keynote for anybody who is listening who has a beard or is um, in a relationship with someone who has a beard is that you may want to make them aware that if they are growing a coronavirus beard and planning to shave it off after lockdown, if they're spending a lot of time in the sunshine, when they shave it off, they will retain some, you know, untanned face beard just by virtue of having shaved. So beware, beware the lockdown beard. That is my Those are the pictures I want to see, actually. Those are the coronavirus pictures I want to see. (laughs) Yeah, I shaved my lockdown beard off. Oh dear, this is what happened. Exactly. Um, And um, Princess Beatrice should have been getting married at the end of the month as well. So, you know, I, I know that there are some people who have... I've seen people on Facebook, you know, that, who are meant to be getting married and finding my sister. To, your sister was meant to get married. Has it has it happened? Well, cancelled yet can, already. Can, they're gonna no, they're gonna they're gonna uh, reschedule it because the date's passed or not? Not yet. No, it was due to be in September, so right. they've just okay. completely right. changed. I've had we we had four weddings this year that have all been had to be rescheduled. As so, one person yesterday has, has rescheduled it to twenty twenty two because they're still not convinced that it will be sorted in 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 may i mean gosh it's a a week seems like a long time at the moment i'm not sure about two years oh yeah it's a long time to wait no but i think it's interesting and if if you know if you are one of the people who has been affected and and have had to make alternative plans for your wedding then we we're very sorry to hear that but we'd love to hear um how you've dealt with it because uh, a guy who i used to work with who i'm still friends with on facebook was you know he was meant to be getting married but he and his he is his fiance they got dressed up and went in the garden and sort of whether it's you know her actual wedding dress or just a dress or or whatever but they sort of they they made a day of it essentially and they made their own special day they couldn't have the day that they'd been planning but they they tried to do something to say this was going to be our day so I thought that was that was lovely and you know for for, for Beatrice and, and James Middleton they're in a in a similar boat of this yeah. is meant to be the day and it's not exactly exactly so anyway good things still to come that they can look forward to just a bit different and we should look forward to more good things as well Russell same time yes. next week I hope so I hope so too <laughs> I can't imagine I'll be doing much else all right well <laughs> see what biscuits you bring next week but anyway oh yeah well we could have a tea party is it we could have a virtual tea party yes yes you, you can make time. your uh your make some scones actually some, i bought them last week i cheated it was it was a no, little treat to myself a bit cheat. lazy i'd made the cake couldn't be bothered to make scones as well <laughs> well Normally, listen there's gonna be there's gonna be loads of stuff going on i'm sure um uh everyone's everyone is keeping busy and there's uh there's gonna be plenty plenty to talk about and you're allowed to send questions for Mr. Debretz as well. So Oh, okay. You know, I'll put my thinking cap on. Yes, yeah, so that or, or you can ask Mrs. Myers what questions she would like to ask on your behalf so that she can <laughs> get you fit for polite society. <laughs> anyway, lovely listeners, thank you for joining us again this week. Wherever you are, we hope you are safe and well. And until next time. Pod save the Queen! 